The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with Sonder Bernstein and our uh, sometimes drop-in host Kathleen Hill is here today with us. And Sandra, we got a uh, cure in the house. You want to go ahead and do the introduction? Yes. I'm happy to introduce Rob Larman from Kashan Volant, who I've known for over 20 years, I believe. Forever. Forever? Yeah. 20 years isn't quite forever. I think it's almost 30. Isn't it? Well, I'm only here 25 years. Well, it... I beat you all. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you at Rob's Rib Shack. Yeah. I knew Rob's Rib Shack. We love going to Rob's Rib Shack. So did we. Yeah. But yeah. I think I was there the last few years of uh-huh. Rob's Rib we Shack. Took, we often went and took home your chicken. Oh, thank you. And mm-hmm. ribs. Yeah. Kids think, loved them. It was fun. It was, the Rib Shack was a lot of fun. That was a pro- that property was a mess, though. Where wasn't was it? that? It's it's septic. Yeah. I'm not familiar with it. You're not? Do you know where... Dish. Um, Delicious. Mount, Delicious dish. Yeah. It's on Arnold. The driving range. Okay. You yeah. know where that is? The like it would be really range. cute. Yeah. Gots yeah. or something like a old yeah. fashioned drive. It was cute when we had it. Yeah, it was adorable. But it always had it potential. Now Delicious Dish Catering is there and they apparently can't serve inside. They just Yeah, I don't know. Sell it's food great to for go. a catering kitchen. It's it never was a good location. I did okay there. Because it of seems what we like did. it should be a good location. I, don't, I think it's hard to get people to stop on Arnold Drive. We did okay when, you know, when the golf course was public, we did, we got a lot of that business. And when the driving range was open. When it was actually working, yeah. Right. Now it's gone. Was there a golf course there? There was, no, just the driving just the range. the driving range. So I got into that by taking golf lessons from, <laughs> what was his name, Portman? His last name was Portman. I'm trying to remember his first name. But he ended up marrying Annette Funicello's daughter and then selling the business. But he was like giving golf lessons and, and flipping eggs in the little wow. cafe and all that. And, and I had just closed um, Jack oh. London Grill, you know, up in Where Glen Ellen. Where was that? In Glen Ellen. You had Jack you London had, yeah. Grill? You did? I did. That's what brought me up here. Wait a second. And but I had it through the one winter and, or one summer and then. Oh. Got into the winter and forget it. Okay. Do you was remember I, the name of the couple? I mean, the father and daughter who cooked there. No. Oh. Was I? Was the was the girl in the fig there when you did that? No. No. Ninety six, ninety five, ninety four, ninety three. Ninety four. I think I was at Fiance then. Yeah, I think you were okay. because somebody that will remain unnamed went and you know worked with you down at Fiance. Right. Yeah. What's what's going on right now? Nothing. (laughs) You're bad. Um, That's pretty funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So wow. But that's not your very first. What was your first restaurant ever? Um, I I opened a restaurant in uh, Larkspur called Magnolia Place, which was an entry. It was kind of a mini stars. There was a lot of inspiration from Stars because mm-hmm. it had been built already, and, and um, it was one of uh, Jeremiah's partners who actually had helped build out Stars. I can't remember the name now. You know, huge personalities involved, and they never actually got it open. It was called Sparks, oh. so they had these gorgeous 
mahogany booths mm-hmm. and you know and so we came in and we finished it and made it look really cool and mm-hmm. did we used to call it the magnolia it was magnolia we lived place. in mill valley yeah had you been there yeah oh i didn't know that yeah are you fun. from here i grew up in san francisco for a second half of my we moved to san francisco i think when i was 13 mm-hmm. southern cal before that okay but yeah that Very makes cool. you kind of local Kind of local. <laughs> Pretty local. Yeah. California. Yeah, Magnolia Place was fun. But when you're talking about barbecue... We are going to talk about Are you going to get us back barbecue? on track? Yeah, because well, the, the, we have to. The full name of Rob Larman's restaurant is Cochon Volant Barbecue and Smokehouse. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I right. just shortened it. Yeah, it, we, it's okay. we call it Smokehouse just because everybody's... It's a mouthful, Cochon yeah. Volant. So, how did you get into barbecue? I mean, were you cooking barbecue at Magnolia? No. Uh, We did have, uh, you know, we had a rotisserie there, but I didn't do, we didn't have any live fire. But I kind of backed into it. I always uh, played around with fire and smoking and um, all that. But when I was the chef at the Casa Madrona in Sausalito, I had a Weber barbecue and we used to smoke lamb racks with rosemary mm. as one of our entrees. And then the owner of the hotel was from Kansas, so I started playing around with ribs for him. So that kind of kind of grew from there. Well, and how did you decide on Texas? Because the thing is with barbecue is that yeah, there's so many Texas different from? styles. Uh, well, Texas barbecue is isn't that what you specialize in? You kind of do the Texas I, style. I, I don't really say that. I, I what I say is we do Sonoma barbecue. Oh, interesting. Because it is regional. It is and, unique. Yeah, it's a little different than other people do. But you're, you're right. I mean, there are some Texas. I mean, the brisket is definitely, you know, a Texas Dry style. Rub. With, we just do salt and pepper. That's all we do. Right. Uh, so I love your brisket. And the only thing else I stole from Texas was uh, the service too. style that mm-hmm. they do at Franklin's and some of those other places where you come at the counter and everything's cut to order and right. and sold by the pound. That's definitely right out of Austin or the rest of Texas. Yeah. Which I, I really liked. It took a while, you know, for people to figure it out because they all wanted. Well, don't you have like a rib dinner? <laughs> Go make a rib dinner. Order what you want. Right. And it finally we did the combination because people just couldn't figure it out, and we had to make yeah. it easy for them. Yeah, I so remember that's... I used to stop when I was working at the Girl and the Fig. If I got off at around dinner time, my wife would say, "Order some brisket and pick it up on the way home and bring it home." Um, By and the then, pound. And the most important thing was to bring home the uh, the chocolate mousse that was mm-hmm. in the jars with yeah, the, the same oh, chocolate right, mousse right. that we did at La Poste. Yeah. We still do that. It's in oh, the, we I do it in a mason that. jar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just bring the jar home. And so I told my you daughter... bring the jar was, back? No. No, they don't ask you to. I got a ton of jars. You have a ton of chocolate mousse jars? And I told my daughter this morning who I was, who was going to be on the podcast today. You should engrave the jars. You also have a parfait now that comes in jars, right? The barbecue parfait? I don't do it at the restaurant. parfait. Yeah, I do a barbecue parfait that I used to do it off the grid that was layers of uh, pork sauce and coleslaw. But don't you do one with Lizzie's cookie in it? We used to. Oh. And with ice We're cream. We're going to have banana pudding soon. Ooh. Yeah, you, we were talking Nello about that. Yellow wafers. That Ooh. sounds good. Mm-hmm. What brought that on? I ate well, it we were... twice in Nashville. Oh. <laughs> 
Vanilla <laughs> wafers and banana pudding. Huh? Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. The um, but so did you actually go and do a road trip? No, never. You've never no. like gone into and these places. No. Not even now. No. Well, I do. I have now. I've gone been to Austin, but uh-huh. uh huh. Nashville. No, North Carolina or any of those places. Oh my goodness, it would be fun for you, I think. It would be. It might be fattening. And write it off. Yeah. Yeah, no, you I could do that. No, I've I actually been thinking about flying back to Carolina and going to uh, like Rodney Scott's. I wanted, I'm thinking about doing the whole pig thing, uh-huh. you know, rather than on a rotisserie, what they do, and maybe mm-hmm. buying a smoker just for that. Where would you put, oh, you'd have to do it outside maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe one day a week or one do day it a like, month, do a... You know, a big a whole pig, pig roast. Yeah. Do put the smoker like right next door to your neighbor. Wouldn't they love that? Which Wait, on your side of your driveway? <laughs> <laughs> no, they have them at at the at the smokehouse. They got them outside of. I do. I don't use them. I that know much. you got to get yeah. a fan. Got to get a fan and blow that wind that way. <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> I've thought about actually parking it right in front of their front door. Exactly. <laughs> they've been they've been quite lovely. Um, so okay, well then, I mean, you were not necessarily inspired by a regional barbecue. Mm-mm. You just cooked the way you wanted to cook it. I did. Yeah, I developed the recipes, de- by the own. rub, and all mm-hmm. that. I developed that all on my own. Mm-hmm. We kind of skipped. One restaurant, La Poste, that you had. Right. Here in mm-hmm. Sonoma, near the post office. Right next to the post office. Mm-hmm. Now, it's very cute. Now name. a Williams Sonoma building. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you here then when La Poste was open? No. I Good. ate there once or twice, a couple times. I did. The corner table. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. Tiny. It was really fun. I miss yeah. cooking Posting that way. Size. Yeah, well, you could go back to cooking that way if you wanted. Yeah, I don't know if I got it in me. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you. What as do you much mean? as I love it. You mean it. cooking on the line? Like cooking yeah, on the line, cooking different you know, that food. Was, it's been 20 years. I yeah. opened that in 02. Wow. Was it that long 17 ago? years, oh. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I do it love cooking. I love, you know, for me, so when I was in my teens, I was working in Tahoe and well, I worked with a lot of great old French chefs. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and actually, you know, Max from um, Kenwood Inn, Max from Kenwood Restaurant. I worked with I him mean, at La, Mar- La Mirabelle, yeah. which at oh. the time was like oh, my word. one of the best French restaurants in the city. Wow. Yeah. I mean, every Cyril Magnon, all those guys used to eat there. Wow. And it was all French service. And my mother. Really? And yeah. And Max, I learned more. From, I mean, I learned a lot from Max. Uh, and actually, the staff meals are what kind of inspired me for a lot of the bistro dishes, because we would do osabuco. It was all, mm. you know, it was all really great food. The way we, mm-hmm. you know, there was a certain way to roast a chicken, you know, where you truss it and you cook it on three sides in a mm. pan. And when I used to do PR for restaurants in San Francisco, including L'Etoile, which was Claude Ruas's right. start as a yeah, um, the staff meals. I mean, I somehow managed to always show up in time for staff yeah. dinner. Wow, that I find smart. that completely surprising that you just happen to show up in time where there's food. <laughs> you know who else that did? That is was, shocking, Kathleen. You know who else did was Charles Aznavour. Oh, the singer? The French singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, 
Anyway, lots of stories go with that, but what great food in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We used to feed the cops in North Beach. They'd come by the back door. Oh. That was fun. Huh. Yeah. Different place now, San Francisco, I think, to run a restaurant. I think I don't know how anybody does full service Or how you now, can get it open. Which brings us right to the minimum wage hoo-ha. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's so, you know, they don't understand the finances. No, I mean, life, you know, certainly everything is changing, I think, in regulations and pay and city involvement, and we could go on and on. But I want to know, how did you decide on where you're getting your meat? Was Um, that like a decision? Um, like some people use specific ranches, um, just commodity. Well, it's mostly commodity beef. You know, I would love to be able to say I use, uh, you know, happy pigs and, mm-hmm. you know, Alana Seiko <laughs> or any of those. But I don't know if my customers want to pay $25, $30 for a pork sandwich. Right. No. I mean, we're right. at ten ninety five, and I can't put out a pork sandwich. And use that meat right. and sell it for that price. Right. So, but I want to would like to be there. able to. Mm-hmm. This last Saturday, as it happens, um, our Sonoma Overnight Support Group, which runs the Haven, which is our homeless place here in Sonoma, and the Brown Baggers, which makes meals and distributes them all sorts of places for people who are hungry, um, and Rob catered the fundraiser, and. How many people? 180. 180. Wow. Nice. There was a, a buffet, I mean, a, a food line. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it was Rob slicing every single serving as you put your plate out. And it was spectacularly oh, well, good. Thanks. It's fun to do, actually. Yeah. It, it took like, a while, like but people didn't it. mind. I happened to be in line behind this woman who looked really silly in a weird crowny thing. And we got to talking, and she said, what's your role with SOS? And I said, I try to write about it and make it help it. And I said, what's yours? And she said, I'm the pastor here at this church. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, anyway, she's a great admirer of yours, too. Yeah. Right? yeah I, that meat was say absolutely well, thank you. fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really nice group of people, and they're all so appreciative. And and uh, where was it held at um brewing game hall Hall. oh nice yeah which is um, a combination of congregational church and sure shalom synagogue kathy king does a great job with that and i have to say it's become my favorite charity you know i think yeah i think uh i think it's the people in sonoma don't want to know about it that there's a homeless problem no, I've just written an article, a story for Edible Marin and Wine Country on hunger in Sonoma Valley. Yeah, it's more than anybody thinks. And, yes, absolutely. And it's kind of funny because, you know, we're, Sandra and you and I are, you know, I mean, nobody likes dogs more, more than us. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, Pets Lifeline is way ahead of, of the homeless. In, in as far income as, and support. And yeah, the, you know, I mean, they're building a new shelter and all that, and I'm like, the priorities are a little you know i'm on the board of two nonprofits here uh including la Luz, and i remember 10 or 12 years ago saying to the board we need to make this one look sexy 
and that's what we have to do for the homeless SOS. how do you how do you make that sex well that's a problem you know but we but, but people we have a pack mentality here and the people with money go for the and jazzy a, events and, and a lot of nimbyism yeah nobody wants it in their backyard mm-hmm. you know it's the i mean you got rick derringer down at on watma who the the paper wouldn't print that he's a he's a ex-felon and he's really? wow, we're talking controversy now is he he's blue you know he was a white collar criminal he did time and he's complaining about you know the homeless thing down there but they wouldn't print that he's a felon that's that to me was, show them and they'll kathy yeah. showed them and they wouldn't print it hmm. yeah it's interesting it sure is the, i think I mean, it is it is an interesting topic, and I think when people are thinking about where to give their money, they kind of do it what makes them feel good. I mean, not always where the biggest need is, but where it fits for their life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that homelessness... I don't think, especially us in this area, understand <clears throat> it well enough to know how did people become homeless and what part did they contribute in getting homeless and what could they have done to help themselves. And I think there's the conversations don't go very deep here. I, I think that the pastor, who is also president of SOS now, um, said that something like 80% of the people in the uh, haven, which is the home, the place people stay. Aren't there only is seven 80, beds there? No, they're eight to 12, I think. But, but they also serve 70 or 80 meals a day. Mm-hmm. And um, that 80% of the clientele is our Sonoma residents who, who are down there. Who come for the food. Well, or, or stay there. Even the in-house residents clients whatever they call them are um mostly sonoma residents who've had a downturn in their circumstances yeah yeah and see and that's it's really true we have this bucolic gorgeous place and people move here because of that and they don't you're right they don't want to know that there are homeless people here it's just not their no it makes people very uncomfortable yeah Uh, you know for me I go, you know, that could be me. It could be any of us. Could you be, know, yeah, few, absolutely. A few bad weeks at the restaurant, yeah. and my wife decides she's tired of my shit, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm right the there with her. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I, I, I don't think so. But <laughs> so we could say, um, where did you meet your wife? Oh well, you know. I know. I want to hear you say it. I met her on the corner of the bar at the Girl and the Fig. I know. It's just the most romantic place. (laughs) And you celebrate your anniversaries, which is always nice. Yeah. Come in. Hopefully Kimmy's there. Yeah. I always know when you're there because your truck's outside with the dogs. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, speaking of, I mean, you're a hunter. I do. You've always wanted to talk to a hunter. It's true. Yeah. So ask your hunting questions. Well, for me, I, I, I hunt birds and I have bird dogs, but I hunt really just to accommodate the dogs. 
I'm actually pretty anti-gun. Oh my goodness. You're just exercising the dogs? I'm just trying to make my dogs happy. Oh <laughs> my God. Now <laughs> I've heard everything. Yeah, me too. So you're shooting the birds so that the so dogs they can, can go, run after them. They can go catch the dead birds. That sounds bird. terrible. It kind of does. <laughs> but you've heard well, it we here first them. on The Bike Goes On. <laughs> um, but you eat it. We do. Yeah. 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 Do Chuck you have to pluck pheasant. all those feathers or do you bring Some, it to like Angelo or somebody? Well, we go to a club, um, you know, a, a preserve and they have people doing that for you. They do? But, yeah. But sometimes that. I'll just take them whole and all. Where is the preserve? Um, I go to Bird's Landing. Bird's Landing. Yeah, it's out past uh, Fairfield going wow. toward, on a, was that Highway 12? All the way so out. So it's along water somewhere? Well, it's along water, but the water's not really, they're oh, not it's water fake birds. water? No, that's, they're not water birds. They're, oh. This oh. is upland game, so oh. quail, pheasant. And trucker. is it, like, are you wearing camouflage and, like, hunting through things? No. Or are you going, pull? Well, you only do that if you're if you're on a uh, on a range, you know, doing sporting clays. Mm-hmm. You do pull, but for birds, you know, you're working the dogs, and the dogs, uh, different dogs work different ways. My dogs work on scent; they'll find the bird, and then they'll go on point, so you know the bird's there, and they'll hold until you get up there. Is that and, instinct or training? Shot it. Well, it's instinct. It's in their DNA, but from years and years of training. I mean, it really is the most amazing thing. And I didn't grow up hunting. You know, I got into this breed, the wire-haired pointing Griffon, because a friend of mine took me to a friend of hers property in France. Cute. And I saw this six-month-old puppy. I'd never seen a dog like this and went nuts over it and came back and found the best breeder I could find and contracted for Rufus and... Two weeks later, they had won best to breed at Westminster, which oh. was amazing. And uh, Rufus was a life-changing dog. Hmm. So so he actually trained you to hunt. He really did. I had never <laughs> shot a shotgun in my life yeah. before and took a couple lessons and, you know, got him tra- a little bit of training with Mike Sutsos out at uh, mm-hmm. Black Point. Mm-hmm. And then first time I went out and we got a bird up and, you know... What I do shot they do? It. Are they like farm birds that they? They're raised in pens. Yeah, they but raise them and then but they, they raise them, them so that they kind of act like wild. Okay, that's <laughs> kind of bizarre. They raise it really birds, is. So kind of when you start talking about it, it's very bizarre. They train the birds to go wild, huh? Well, no, they you, keep them. They keep them away from humans, and you know, so yeah. that they act. Maybe wild. you could go hunt some wild boar. Well, I don't do mammals. I only do birds. Oh. Is a bird not a mammal? There's a line there. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brian, are you here with us? By the way, my mom was listening to a podcast the other day, and she's like, was Brian there? She's like, I didn't hear Brian say hardly anything. Oh, did she miss me? She must have. Yeah. You want to say hi to my mom? Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to know? Uh, well, more about barbecue. Okay, okay, let's go well, back to barbecue. What well, do you want to know about barbecue? Questions. Well, this is the thing, because when you when you talk to certain people, and we're not really like that around here because we weren't raised in the same way that people in the South were, because it's one of those things in the South where it's it's religion, politics, and barbecue. Yeah, it's really and part it's of the culture. Those things, and, and, and in mixed company, you don't really 
bring certain topics up. But around here, we're just kind of casual eaters who happen to have access to all these different cultures. So it's a little bit little bit uh, different for us. Yeah, and they're very, really strong in their beliefs on whatever region it is. Right. You know, the people from Carolina are like, you know, well, you don't just don't do it that way. They do like wet. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, well, you're not in Carolina. You're in Sonoma. So. And that's what I was wondering. Do you get people that visit here that are out here, you know, doing wine tasting and then coming to the barbecue and say. A lot. We get a lot of Texans. Wow. A lot of people from all over. Do you get, do they give you controversy about like your barbecue? Do they tell you that's not real barbecue or. I don't get that. No. I mean. Well, I know you don't take crap from anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Some people. But some people um he promises they'll never come back (laughs) i haven't thrown too many people out no i mean but but no but like because people are experts you know there are people that are self-proclaimed experts in barbecue i get a lot of people from texas and they all go well this is the best barbecue we've had outside and some say inside texas wow that's yeah that's huge people And and what do they particularly like? The brisket. Oh. The brisket. Yeah. Um, so this is my picture. I know I'll post this. Um, this was my chicken at Hattie B's in Nashville. Oh. Was that the I, the Nashville chicken with Nashville the hot sauce? Ch- I didn't get it hot. Yeah. You can get it plain, southern style is plain. That looks great with the mild, um, medium hot. Oh, I'm going to have to look it up because there it was delicious. The collard greens and then this, the pickles and it's on a piece of like wonder white bread and the mac and cheese was like ridiculous. And yeah, we had it, some people in this weekend that wanted white bread and I'm like underneath there to soak they just up wanted all it the, um, they wanted a stack of white bread, you know, because that's what they do. Yeah. And, uh, I go, well. You're in Sonoma now. We don't have white bread. We don't have white bread. <laughs> um, there, so let me see. So Hattie B's, because the other one that's m- really famous is Prince's Hot Chicken Shack, but it burned down. It's so it was so hot. No, no, a while ago. Really long time. So the heat levels at Hattie B's are southern, no heat, mild, touch of heat, medium, warming up, hot, feel the heat, damn hot fire starter and shut the clock up which is burn notice (laughs) and people go to the hospital for that (laughs) it it is it was um and we waited in line i would say for 50 minutes to to order and then you sit down you get a number and you go sit down how long does it take to get your food Oh, they're so fast. Yeah. They're so fast. So you once know, you got through the line, yeah. Yeah, everything's you cooked. Through, it's just a matter of getting everything it, plated. Exactly. And yeah. it's all on paper. You know, I mean, there's no real plates I'll or anything away. like that. Everything's throw away. And then we also went, we had ribs at, um, oh my God, peg leg porker. And they were dry, <laughs> dry ribs. And um, I mean, they were dry, dry to eat. Dry, dry rub. I mean, but, but this the ribs is weren't dry. Peg leg porker, fabulous signs <laughs> and neon in um, Nashville, really cool oh, signs. Nice. Yeah. But their their ribs, and I must say, I'm gonna have to go eat your ribs again because these ribs were truly amazing. 
And that was the, um, here I'm showing a picture of our ribs at um, Peg Leg Porker in so, Nashville. So that's a spare rib. But you know what's is cool it, about is it Rob's? I think so. spare Could, rib that's pork or yeah. beef? Pork. Pork. Yeah, definitely pork. So I, I sell baby back. Is that beef? It's a loin rib. Pork. Pork. All pork. Yeah, we, we have beef short ribs. So a short we rib oh. is beef and then yeah. a baby back is pork? Baby back is pork. So is spare rib. But oh, they're, they're um, both beef and pork spare ribs. Exist. Can you get no. beef spare ribs? No. no. Not well, from you. Pork no. you can spare buy ribs. Them. Like if you go to a Chinese restaurant. A Korean barbecue, for, I think. Well, that's short rib. Yeah. But if you cut, ask for spare different. ribs, are they going to be pork in a Chinese restaurant? It's always pork. Yeah. And then um, the baby, wait, so it's spare ribs and short ribs. So baby back is, is a loin rib. Baby back is cut off the loin, so they're not and just have that right. You know they don't take as long to cook. Yeah, I love his ribs. And what's cool is the sauces he makes that are in containers, so you can choose whichever one you want. And none of them are spicy, though, right? They're more vinegar based. No, I mean they've got a little spice to them. And then we have our new hot sauce that we serve on the side. You have a new hot sauce? Yeah, I'm doing a fermented hot sauce that um, is just fermented chilies. Wow. That we make a mash. We make a fermented mash, and I probably have some in the car. Um, really? How long? How long yeah, are you fermenting it for? Well, I was hoping you it, were going to bring us a rack of ribs to like eat and talk I while we were doing. That. We're not, That's we're not, not a good idea. I know. I'm kidding for breakfast. So you, I, I buy about a hundred pounds of chilies and I make a mash. I ferment it with just a little salt and water, and that's in you. Let's sit for a couple of weeks. Wow. And ferment, and then I put it. Is on. it really spicy? It's not. It's not like knock your head off you're not going to get sick you're not like sweating it's a tobasco style a little different flavor and then we put it on toasted oak um wine oak i put it in wow it sits for three to six months on oak very cool and then then we blend it where are you marketing this just in the restaurant no we're starting to get it into stores good for you yeah um so so what do you call it yeah what's the name it's wtf hot sauce <laughs> WTF hot sauce. I like it. And then it. it's got uh, in in sign, in in sign like hand sign. Yeah. It, it on the label it says WTF in sign. WTF. Yeah. Whatever you do that. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty. It's. Yeah. So I actually had a. Um, so some people not may not realize that it. Says well, what in it very does. very small letters it says WTF. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. So this is a byproduct. I'm showing a picture of, um, this is pulled pork. Chimichanga? No, it's, it's a spring roll. Oh, okay. Pulled pork spring rolls. So they were using their extra pork. It's a small chimichanga. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so you go in there and you go, if you go, I'll have the, um, I'll have the spring rolls. They scream spring roll, drop spring roll. So that's made with trim? With pork, no trim. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, of the yeah. yeah. I, I I do uh, pork cakes. What's that? So I do a a chipotle pork cake. So I take you know kind of leftover ribs and all that, and we uh, chop that, and kind of like the idea of a crab cake, and the way you put it together. 
huh. you know, okay. held together with Ooh, meat. an these egg, little, these little, little brown egg, an egg but on top of that. Ooh, a fried egg on that. I've actually done that at the Ooh. restaurant for myself. But, Ooh. but, but these are kind of round, aren't they? Yeah. Well, these are the little round. Ones. Like a beignet. They're and little. We, and we put them on top of the WTF burger. Wow. Yeah, they're shaped more like a beignet, sort of. Okay. Yeah, about the size of a golf ball. Huh. Yeah. Maybe a little smaller. Okay, yum. And Sounds good, right? Chipotle sauce on top. Gee, those with a fried egg oh. would be great. Are you open for lunch today? We're open right now. 11 o'clock. Oh, oh I, I, yeah. wait a minute. What time is it? It's 11 o'clock, four minutes yeah. off. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, know. this is so. When you talk about being in Nashville or being somewhere, and, and there being a line waiting for people, that's yeah. what I imagine for for Rob's joint is people right. going wine tasting is like. That's for me. That's the perfect right. like soak up the exactly yeah, in between a, a few of the uh, tours is going and getting some barbecue and sitting outside, especially now in the summer. That must be. Yeah, I would like to have that hour line. Yeah. Well, you know, Guy Fieri came and. And yeah, taped here. Was, yeah, I wanted to ask about that. It was great. Was it fun? It was really fun. Like, I, I enjoyed the whole process. You did? What was it? So how did it go? Well, you know, nothing happens by accident. You know, it's all very controlled. You had to pay like 50 grand to get on, yeah, right. right? No. No kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, um, you know, a friend of mine in the restaurant business, um, uh, Michael Deller, who owns One Market, and mm-hmm. he's he knew... Uh, guy's business manager and they both came in for lunch and it was still a long shot even with yeah with I'm that sure. uh, because they don't really like to do that much local stuff because I guess guy you know likes to travel he likes to travel and he feels like if he does local that everybody you wants know wants something. yeah and uh, it's kind of secret I've been to four of those tapings you They're, have been yeah yeah you went to Shellville Grill Shellville Grill Sunflower Cafe Cafe Chitty and his. Yeah, wow. but it's very yeah. controlled. They're regular. They're, yeah, it's it's a very. <laughs> they told me to sit behind the door. Oh, <laughs> yeah, his crew, uh, his crew is really good. The, yeah, the, the you know production, man, the producers and the camera guys. I mean, and it's, did they take over and over again? Did did you have no, to like they, because, just natural? Because they're so good at what they do. And they've, they've got it all figured out. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. And so Guy comes in. He's only there for normally an hour. I think he was with us for two or three. You know, and they've got it. It's all regiment. It's all what they're going to shoot. And then they come back the next day and they shoot the close-ups and everything, you know, without him. And sometimes they bring a store clothing rack of his shirts so he can choose the one he wants yeah, that day. Yeah, they had a whole rack. Wow. The, he's yeah. like on rollers. I mean, when he shows up, I mean, he's not just like some talent that people are telling him what to do. He's mm-hmm. got it really figured out, and wow. you know, he's got a certain lineup for his coffees. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very. Huh. His crew. He needs is, one of my tiaras. But he was great. He was great. I got nothing but good things to say about yeah. guy because. And who else is doing this for a small business guy like me, right? Well, I don't know. Nobody. Nobody. So did you see an instant increase in business? No, because we didn't see instant because we were right up against the fires up north. Oh. Right? So Yeah, so the paradise. Yeah, it ran the first time at Thanksgiving, or right before November 9th. So... So that that kind but of but it's gonna repeat. But they repeat, keep repeating. Repeat. Yeah, they repeated it two weeks ago, and then we yeah. see we get another boom. But yeah, 
Well, how much I can't bi- say the locals really care. They don't really give a shit. Do you think they watch it? I don't know. I don't no. know either. Yes, I watch that, and I watch um, Check Please. I love those local yeah. shows that go to the go to the restaurants. I don't know. I have a hard time. But I think most of the locals in Sonoma don't. Even if they see it, they don't really give a shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got people driving down from. I know you said you Reno. had like people like from far They're away down that from come Reno and, for the day to come yeah. have a barbecue. And I think I'm that's like, awesome. What? Tell them to come back with their friends. Yeah. I know. Yeah. No, yeah. it's all good. That's all good. It's been yeah. great. I that love parts. your coleslaw. And then I, I do too. Up. Oh Thank boy, you. that was mm-hmm. I. In fact, it, at the at the uh, homeless shelter benefit, I I didn't take bread and I asked for. More coleslaw, please. More coleslaw. There's a little tinge of horseradish mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, a little horseradish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not really too wet. No. No. Not yeah. too. No. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, not vinegary. Some people like the vinegary stuff, but I was raised on the Miracle Whip with milk and a little bit of sugar. Wow. Yeah. You well, know, this is someday kind of maybe you prepare lunch and we interview you on what the heck we're eating. You from your that. mother's from, kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, br- I'll bring my carob chips and bring my, your can and my Fig Newton bars. Yeah, that's not a you good idea. You come up with the greatest things that I've never heard of. Well, I was interested in cooking when I was a kid, so I was always watching what my mom was doing. You know, I paid attention and stuff like that when I liked it. I mean, Miracle Whip and mayonnaise is one of those things, too. That's another dividing line, it seems like, between people that... You know, if you were raised on Miracle Hellman's. Whip or raised on mayonnaise. Yeah, that, like, that's best both geographic yeah. and yeah. cultural. Which both. one? Yeah. It's Hellman's. It's Hellman's. It's Hellman's, yeah. Best foods, right. Yeah. That's best foods, yeah. 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 What, um, so what's your, what do you like to eat? I mean, well, I love you Chinese food. Of, you do love, yeah, where well, do you go for good Chinese food? got to go to San Francisco around here or go to Hong Kong. <laughs> what do you like in San Francisco? <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong was amazing. Hong you know, I was there in September. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, I really liked uh, Hong Kong Lounge too, which was oh yeah, I've heard of that. Which is right where that the street blew up and I and they burned down the building. So that's gone now. It's gone temporarily, I guess. But do they have a lounge one? They do have another one, but I don't like it as well. Okay. It's good though. And have you been to the place? Um, I want to go check out the new one at Ghirardelli. Who's There's this? a whole new uh, somebody from Millbrae, one of those big, uh, and it's it sounds fabulous. That's where what's her name started? You know the wonderful ninety-something-year-old, lovely. Yeah, it's Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't know if it's that spot or <clears throat> where Senior Picos was or right. uh, whatever. Have you gone to China, to, Live? To, to China Live? I've been in I've been in China Live just you know casually. Ate a few things, and I need to go back. I haven't been to. I enjoyed that. Have you yeah. been to the fine dining? Yeah. We, well, I don't know. We sat. We sat down and ordered. But you haven't been to oh, one upstairs. No, no, eight, the tables? eight tables. No, we did not do that. We ate downstairs. Yeah. We had drinks upstairs. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's up to. Um, I don't know. You know the standards eight. of. I mean, I had in Hong Kong. I ate it some amazing restaurants I mean I ate street and then we, we do you know what he was doing in Hong Kong yeah he was with 
Nick. That was with Nick. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Nick. Nick used to work at the Grown Fig, and then remember Nick. And then when I, the last time I saw him, he was checking into the Fairmont Hotel, and I said, Hey, in man, Hong what? Hong Kong? No, here in yeah. Sonoma. And I said, Hey, what are you doing? Like, what are you? What have you been up to? And he's like, Oh, I've been working on Wall Street. I said, I know. What? Last no, time a, I saw you, you were. Now. He's, he's a recruiter. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Now he's yeah. in Irvine. He moved to Irvine. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Closer. Yeah. yeah, a little closer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time in Hong Kong. Yeah, my favorite Chinese restaurant was in Philadelphia called Susanna Foo's. I don't know if it's still there. It was fabulous. It like upscale, not the regular Sunday right. night Chinese. That was called Chopsticks, where we would go. My favorite's in Victoria, British Columbia. Oh, and I, you know, it's the There's food some great is ones fabulous. Up there. Yeah, food's fabulous, but it's the lighting. Every there's a recessed light over mm-hmm. every plate at every table. Wow. Oh, That's wow. kind of cool. Yes. And it, the food just glistens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that sets your eyes first. Mm-hmm. That's an important what do thing. You, what do you cook at home when you're, when you're home and you're off and... Lizzie's like, honey, will you cook for me tonight? Heck no. Lizzie says, let's go out and get some champagne or a cocktail. <laughs> at the Fairmont. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, do you, what do you like to cook at home? You know, pretty simple. You yeah. Know, maybe some grilled fish and some, some. some uh, stir-fried vegetables. Mm-hmm. Try to eat fairly healthy at home. Mm-hmm. And there she is making those cookies for the rest of us. Yeah. Mm. Those things must weigh a pound. Well, half a pound anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How often does she, does she still bake them every time or did she give you the recipe? Well, I have the recipe. So sometimes I make them, but mostly she makes, she makes the dough, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you them, cook them and then we bake them as we need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Do you guys, are you guys like twice as busy in summer that you are in the winter time? About twice. But we're busy. And we had a pretty good winter because of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but because yeah. of what? Oh, and because of the Guy Fieri. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely helped. Huh. Um, Have you ever done anything with Transcendence? You ever uh, done a partnership about with it. them? We talk about it. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. That's uh, the Peking Duck. At, yeah. Uh, this restaurant called Mott Thirty Three. Which Mont was a M O T T thirty three. It's in it's in the bottom of a bank building. It was spectacular. Looks wow. like a wild boar to me. Yeah. It's a duck. It's oh, a duck. Right. I'm seeing it sideways. It's a so. duck. That's yeah. all they, that's all the Oh, okay, I get it. You, yeah. order, you have to order it twenty four mm-hmm. hours in advance. <laughs> yeah. But they opened in Las Vegas. Oh, interesting. So I'd love to go try that. Oh. And everything was good. I mean the they had dim sum, you know, mm-hmm. as appetizers and mm. And a pretty spectacular wine list too. Yeah, yeah. Big money. Well, pork is a uh, uh, theme in Rob's life. It seems, <laughs> seems to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as I think, as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So, um, did you get your barbecue fill? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious if there's any ruckus, you know, because I know my dad lives in North Carolina, and th- there's. Just going to visit him, it was like, uh, okay, now this is the way we eat this, and this is the way we eat that. And yeah, well, eat. this is the whole North South Carolina. I thing, don't so. know that, but you have to stick to your region. It's weird. It's it like I said, it's like religion. It's right. It's one of those things that just. So I didn't know if you got, 
you know, crazy people that came. I don't have time. to live by those rules. Being no. Right. That right. I'm in California and I'm in Sonoma and. Well, you wouldn't live by rules anyway, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know me too well. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> right. When you guys are doing chicken as well. We do, uh, we do brined and smoked chicken breast. The brine, that's right. I think I've seen a video on but that. But not yeah. fried. Yeah. We do fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fried chicken. That was one of the things we I've did on the show. Fried, no, no, yeah. no. I've had your fried chicken. Have you? It's I, really different because we yeah. do an apple chili brine. Yeah, no, I think I think I have had your chicken. Very generous serving. Yeah. Yeah, half a chicken. <clears throat> and talk about sides. What do you got for sides? Ooh. So um, we have about six sides. We do our killer fries that has our spice on it, the rib rub. And then we do, uh, we always have something green, which is mostly roasted uh, Brussels sprouts, you know, roasted till they get kind of caramelized. Uh, garlic mashed potatoes, um, our um, smoky ranch beans, which are more savory than sweet. Which, oh, all of which, that is so good. I'm not a commercial here. I'm not a shill. I just like You just happen to be the local food writer who likes the beans and the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Not everybody likes the beans. You know, some people want those, you know, really molassesy sweet beans. Or do they still have a little chew to them? The beans? A little bit. A little bite to them. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, I know some people, it's weird when you serve beans in a restaurant. Even the girl in the figure do that sometimes when you do it as a duck set, when you change the confit duck set. And you guys do beans. There's something about people that want their beans cooked to mush. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're very we're particular. We're talking about green beans. No. You're no, talking no, no, about no. bean beans? Yeah, we're talking about oh. beans. I've had beans. the beans I haven't before. had the beans. Yeah. Do you use Rancho Gordo or what? I don't. I just use Pintos. Yeah. Yeah. So Pinto, but not For like the kind of beans, beans we do. They're like... Yeah. I do the Rancho Gordos when yeah. I'm doing a whole pig and I'm, you know, I'll use a, a couple different catering. types. catering. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're catering. How much are the businesses uh, off-premise? A lot. It's the bigger... I mean, really, we went into the restaurant for the kitchen for the catering. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, which was smart. I mean, it's a great space Yeah, I took half the dining room that was there and got rid of it for, Mm -hmm. you know, for catering. And who does the iron work? The the, the sculpture stuff that you guys Brian Brian, Tedrick. Yeah, Brian Tedrick. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. That's a local artist. He does a lot of sculptures for Burning Man. Oh, Oh, really? Big pieces. Yeah, big, big, big. big, big. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's amazing. He is. Yeah, what does something like that cost? (laughs) I can't tell you. I mean, it looks like it costs a lot. He got a good deal. (laughs) (laughs) He's feeding him for life. That's a reason why you can't tell. Um, What about your guys i mean you have long-term cooks that have been with me for i mean i have one guy that's been with me 17 years yeah that's awesome Marciano was my yeah. second when i was at uh when at la post yeah that's so great wow yeah. that's so great yeah yeah that great. says a lot about you you know yeah. and when he does catering i've been to outdoor events like at the series ranch and uh-huh. stuff like mm-hmm. that it's amazing how well it runs oh rob did our staff party one year oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple Ooh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, and it was delicious. You can smell it for miles. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it was you. really fun. Yeah. Wow. Where, where was that? Up at Jack London State Park? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, you're, you're always invited to that. 
Oh, my, my daughter still, of course, I talks know. about it. I know. I know. But it's Rob, you thing. also have well, salads. I'm, op- right? I'm open to doing another one. Well, it's not going to be this year. We did. S- well, I don't know. Maybe you will be. Yeah. Well, we're on with off the grid this year. So, oh. um, you know, I'm not doing off the grid. You mean off the oh, grid, the not? thing, the event, or off they're the grid? Your, you off the grid. They're well, doing your thing. It's very interesting. So, we did off the grid a couple times where the people that do off the grid in the city, they have people that signed up, and I guess you're part of their <clears throat> vendors. You can have a party and they'll pick people. So, we'll say, okay, we want four trucks. We have 250 people. We need, you know, small items. They give you a variety and they arrange everything. So we did that and that was fine. And then the next year we said, okay, we can do this. Let us pick everybody. The coordination is so much difficult. I know why you want to pay. It makes it, it makes sense why you would use them because they coordinate everything. They get everybody the directions, they do it. And then, um, but it was really fun that year. We had all local trucks, mm-hmm. and um, which I think was nice for our staff to see who was in the neighborhood. Yeah. Which was fun. We, we would use you again. We didn't have any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do something different, yeah, too. We could do a whole exactly. cake or something. And then last, last year we did Frank's Barbecue, who he's done barbecue for us for a while. But he's from... Where's he? He's out of... South Bay. Okay. South Bay. And we, from years and years ago, we used him. And when we'd had a party at the Kenwood Church or the Kenwood community. Were you there then? No. With the community church? The depot. Yeah, the Kenwood Depot. Exactly. And he, that's when we first met him and then hadn't used him. And actually, he was really good. He's like, Sandra, isn't it time for us to do something again? I'm like, ooh, that's a technique in our catering company I need to use. Call customers from the past. And I'm like, you got it. You called, you got it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Just never have time. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, you know, we do a lot of winery work, and it's not easy. They keep changing hospitality staff. Yeah. And they become younger and more millennial and mm-hmm. they don't even want to have a phone call. Yeah. No. And the, well, the other thing too, I think is that what I find is you may be working with someone a lot and then they want the next newest thing. And so they, true, a winery true. wants to do something that no one has seen before. They bring somebody in from another county, another area because they want to show something original. And it's it's hard when you're like in a community like doing business. Yeah, yeah but I, mean, I, I get, get all it. that. I, I get and it. And then I have my clients that just want to deal with us because they know it's going to be right. Delicious. They know what they're getting, and they know we're going to show yeah. up and we're going to do it right. That's and, right. That's the thing with doing, catering companies. Are you doing yeah. Gay Wine Weekend out in the vineyard this year? I never know with Gary until he tells me. Gary, if you're listening, he doesn't listen to this, so he won't yeah. know. Yeah. I well, would. you kind of have to save the date if you are. When is it? I think we're doing pizza. I think. I don't even know. Do you get a pizza truck now? We have pizza, oh, pizza for pizza. years yeah, and yeah, years, yeah. yeah. That would yeah. be good. Yeah. Well, I think because the fig rig's somewhere else. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's been a good thing yeah, for us. Yeah, it's a fun event. Yeah. Yeah, they did a great job at their rosé event this weekend. Was that good? It was. I just stopped by for 20 minutes. It was adorable. 
Yeah, everybody. I never saw so much didn't pink ma- in my <laughs> life. Did the Matson show up in pink? I didn't see them. <laughs> I did not see them. I miss it because I was literally wedged SOS, in, stuck right? at SOS. Yeah. So I went by three when we got, they were everybody probably, was leaving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cute. I just popped in. Um, anyway, well, Rob, how do, what are your hours and where are you located? So we are... Um, Thursday through Monday. Okay, off Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. No, I mean no, off on Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday closed. Okay. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Okay. Every day. Do you do days. DoorDash? You know, I would like to do DoorDash. I would like to have another delivery. But my feeling, and I don't know what your experience has been, that they just don't have enough drivers. And DoorDash... I, I tried doing Uber Do you Eats. have a delivery service? We use the Sonoma, Sonoma Taxi. Yeah, yeah. Which I would like to go to another one that's a little more robust. Okay. Um, I mean, I do you get which... orders every day? Yeah, we're using Chow Now. Chow Now. Uh, for pickup. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all, they can order online. Oh, but guests come and pick it up. They come and pick it up. Chow Now. Yeah, and I like that system because it's, you know, on a... You know, it, the orders come in on a little iPad. I, I, you know, you know, the phone, having to pick up the phone and oh, take an I order. Oh, I know. You know, we were trying to get away from that. Should but. we look at this for the fig rig? Chow now? Yeah. Would that be a good... Uh, I don't know if that works because you're in different spots. I, so I don't know how that works because you're not Got in the it. same location. Got it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't would, know if you well, want... Well, like for the uh, farmer's market. We're going to be there every Tuesday. Would that I don't be know. something that works? I don't know. I'll have to check. But um, I would Good love to parking. be able to use DoorDash. <laughs> I looked at them. Uh-huh. What scares me, I couldn't find a phone number anywhere on their website to actually talk to Oh, well, to the next time they thing. email me, I'll forward it to you. Because yeah. they email me a lot. Have you Do ever you? actually talked to them? No. So what I like about Chow Now is I can get them on the phone mm-hmm. right now. Square, yeah. I can get Oh, I've talked the to the DoorDash people when you I've have? ordered DoorDash. And they called to tell me that they're, the restaurant I ordered, whatever I ordered, is out of it. And they asked me if I would like to substitute it, or they call to confirm the order. Yeah. I don't know where the person is sitting. I, I tried Uber In Eats. In Bangladesh. Maybe. <laughs> I tried doing Uber Eats, and, you know, we got all set up. We are ready to go. And... You know, we'd get an order in and we'd have it ready and nobody would show up. Oh, my goodness. Have you tried Sonoma Food Taxi? Yeah, I use them. Yeah. Oh. But Um, I would like them to go to an online ordering system. What kind of percentage do they take? Uh, Chow Now is not a percentage. They just take a fee up front. uh, Okay. A monthly fee. A monthly fee and they do that. But I think DoorDash takes a a percentage. Yeah, and I had a hard time with it. Well, no, when Uber's Uber Eats, but I figured it's just, you know, it's it's just volume, so. Right, it right, made, that's it how you have to do, to do it. it, right? Yeah, you can't use the same percentages. travels well, right? Travels great. Yeah, our food doesn't travel. Yeah, I mean. It doesn't. Things like french fries don't travel no. well. <laughs> and, but all those systems, you're able to tailor the menu of the exactly. items that work the best. Exactly. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so we're wrapping. So, and your website is? Uh, Cochon Volant Barbecue. And where are you located? 18350 Sonoma Highway. 
Okay, in Sonoma and Boys Hot Springs. Right. Well, this was awesome. The springs. And you yeah. want to mention the charity again? The SOS charity. SOS. Yeah, yeah. Sonoma Overnight. Just people want to look that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sonoma Overnight Support. Sonoma Overnight right. Support. Yeah. Well, it was so nice having you that on was the great. show. That was fun. Love our local restaurant friends. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Tell Lizzie we said hi. I will. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Thanks, Rob. Well, this yep. has been The Bike Goes On. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Sondra, thank you. Kathleen Hill, thank you. My pleasure as always. And always uh, you can read uh, Kathleen's articles. I just read an article on my chef uh, of the restaurant that I, <laughs> that yes. I work at. I had no that idea. Was, that I was a very fun article. Marcellus Coleman of Sante. Marcellus right. Coleman, right. And, and I had no idea that Kathleen was doing an article and so was pleasantly so surprised to read all about it. Yeah. All about him. Yeah. And, and maybe, it, it, maybe it's a good time to get him on the uh, podcast okay that would be fun we could do that i i'd like to meet him wild and crazy and zany right right all right well this has been the bike goes on you can go to the to check out our episodes and some pics and links you can also go to radiomisfits.com and find us there and you can find us on himalaya it's an it looks like a relatively new platform which i really like Ooh, nice. Himalaya. Okay, Himalaya. Check it out, all you cool people out there. Whoa. (laughs) All right. We'll look look forward to talking to you next week.